Sending my songs through the phone Dreaming of a better home When we're focused on trying to hold This craft, witchcraft I hope the blue hearts let this last That was Wata with Outside. And if that was Wata with Outside, you know for a fact you are on the air with Behind the Brand, WNHH 103.5 FM, New Haven. I am Easy Blues. Prestige once again is on a quest to find the Holy Grail, and we support him for that. But today, we are here to talk about art, but not just the basis of creating art, not just the basis of looking at art, not just the basis of appreciating art, but to live and breathe art, to walk amongst yourself so clearly, as Camus once said, to live your purest, most authentic self so that your mere existence makes others uncomfortable. That is true happiness, and that is to live, breathe, and fully engage with art. And for that, we have this amazing curator of style, this amazing incredible human being. I want you to put your hands together. Not if you're driving, please keep your hands at 10 and two. We don't need any accidents, but if you are not driving, put your hands together for the incredible from Threads by T, T Montgomery. How you doing today, brother? Fantastic. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm digging, digging the outfit, by the way. For all those who are just listening to this on the radio, go, drive fast to your house. Don't break any laws. And then jump on, on uh, New Haven Independence Facebook and watch this because this this whole thing is put together incredibly well. I'm sitting here and just like all black for no apparent reason. And you're, you're just sparkling. I love it. Um, for those who don't know you and don't know that you've won Art Council Awards and done all this incredible things, let's get let's let the people behind the curtain a little bit, behind the brand, as we do say. Um, how did you get involved in, in fashion, in creativity? Was this just who you were from Jump, or was this an evolution? Well, I'm an overall creative um, from birth, really. My parents are artists, so I come from artists and entrepreneurs. So it was really it's just the way I was raised. It's always been life for me. I started with classical music training. So playing clarinet, being in orchestra, then going to band, and then I was even drum major leading things like that. And I've always been a writer, writer. And so I wrote stories and poetry. And then it came to a point where I started putting my poetry to music. So I started making music. And throughout all of this time, I've always had my own sense of style. So the way that I dress is according to how I feel or how I want to feel. It's not for anyone else. It's not for fashion. It's not for trends. Funny enough, I don't... I can't even say necessarily that fashion is my thing. Mm -hmm. I can't talk to you about too many designers, history of fashion, but what I can't do, what I seem to be really good at, creating a look and a feel and helping to embody energy through clothing. So that's more so what my art is, my approach. Yeah. Well, um, it, it's, in, it's incredible because, um, 
for anyone who's like said studied martial arts, um, you have all those traditional martial arts, and then you had Bruce Lee come through and create Jeet Kune Do, which is really a martial art for the person. And by looking at your art and in the fashion world, I kind of look at it the same way, where you are creating that look and that feel for the individual themselves to help truly represent them instead of making that look to make sure that, you know, some sort of runway or some sort of big conglomerate is going to endorse you. Yep. Yep. So my mission is to inspire and empower in everything that I do. So that is helping people to, to be the, the favorite versions of themselves, to really live in their power, to even find the God in themselves and and again, live in that power, learn how to wield it and use it. And so right now, I'm able to do that through making wearable art. Because again, how the, even how the fabric feels on our skin affects our mood for the day. You know, like you mentioned how you're wearing all black. And it's not because you don't have styles, because that is your style and that's how you feel. And so maybe you choose to express your creativity through the energy conversations and how well you introduce people and making people smile and laugh. So that's something that you wear too, but you're able to operate that way because you feel good at what you're wearing. That's really what it's all about. So it's like people look at me and how I dress, they look at my patterns and the way I put things together and they can't see themselves in it. Um, I do like to challenge people with what they wear because mm-hmm. it truly is, is the confidence and the fit that's wearing the clothes. And if you have that confidence and it fits right, then you can really pretty much do anything. And so, yeah, I like to share that with people and help people to stop limiting themselves, really just do what they Well, it, it's so interesting because if, if we talk to the regular we'll say the normals or the regular people that are out there. And I just say that that regular as per, they are conditioned to follow a certain aspect and to grow in that, in that aspect. We never pour salt in anyone else's hustle. If that's who you are and that's who you feel you need to be, more power to you. But there is this incredible freedom that, you know, there are so many social norms and social standards that don't actually apply. They're just made up because somebody felt a certain way one day. Um, and when you have the courage to take that step outside and you get a little bit more exploration into just, just how you feel internally, uh, it is so super important. And, you know, we just finished up last month, um, mental health awareness and a lot of the stuff that you're talking about right now really does benefit and really does, uh, focus on, on that aspect because when you can feel the best inside, you can then play the best outside. Um, was this something that you discovered by like growing up with artistic parents or was this part of your journey that you had to discover the hard way? I'd say definitely my parents have everything to do, you know, who I am, but also who I am has all been through self-learning and, you know, the own, my own personal journey. And I, I think, the passion that people see in what I'm doing is because it's coming from a really personal place, personal space. So my mission of empowering and inspiring is also, you know, maintaining that for myself. 
any gem that I share, any type of experience with, with people that I share is because I've either been through it and processed it or I'm processing that right now. So it's always coming from that type of space. And that even applies to what, you know, what my motivation is or what inspires me. Like people ask me that all the time, what inspires you? And it's really internal and it has everything just to do with my own personal journey. How I process it and trying to help other people process it easier or avoid it even. <laughs> I don't know. I'm figuring that out as I go, but but yeah, everything, even what I create comes from just my journey. So like I may walk outside and I need a hoodie because it's damp and cool. Mm -hmm. and so I might go ahead and make a hoodie so I started by making clothes for myself um, whenever I went shopping I couldn't find anything that inspired me or anything in my size mm -hmm. so that was one motivator to teach myself how to sew and then also if I had a superpower it would be able to teach myself and learn anything and be good at it I think that leads to being a creative and kind of having an engineer's mind at the same time. So, so yeah, that was one motivator to start doing what I'm doing. And then also, as I mentioned, I was making music. It got to a point where I realized I was spending more money making music than I was making from the actual music. And so I had to think of how artists actually made their money. So, mm -hmm. And then merchandise. So I started thinking heavy merchandise. So that's when I started having t-shirts and hoodies and stuff printed from some online company. It wasn't personal. I didn't know who was doing it. And it didn't really feel like enough of me as an artist mm. and creative. So that was another motivator to start dabbling and making my own stuff. And then you ever see something and like it, it, it looked like it was done so simply or carelessly, where you're like, I could have done this. Mm -hmm. so I had one of those moments. Um, but yeah, so I just started teaching myself to sew about five years, maybe six years ago now, um, just for myself. Mm -hmm. And from people stopping me on the street, uh, I had to train myself. Like when they say they like my outfit, I had to train myself from just saying thank you to saying thank you, I made this. Right. And took the conversation to a whole different space. And so that's how I started getting customers, really organic, just simple conversations and being my own billboard. And it got to a point where I started making other people more clothes than myself. And that's when I started to make it a business and learn how to really make a living as a creative entrepreneur. So that's the journey I'm on right now. That, that, that is incredible. And, and just to, to give a couple of, of footnotes for, for, you know, pop culture foot, footnotes for, for those that are following along. I mean, when you talk about being a musician, yes, I mean, it, if anyone has ever seen the movie Spaceballs, you know, they know it's merchandising, merchandising, where the real money from the movie is made because, yes, you can get a performance fee um, or you can go by the door and maybe not a lot of people are going to be coming through the door in that type of aspect or the promoters getting a little bit higher of a cut. So you have that, that merchandise at your table and that's where you're making your 
100% markup or 200% markup, but you still have to lay out the money for that merchandise to be made. And it does have that not personal connection if you haven't been 100% involved. You know, if you don't take, you know, take the design and say, this is what it needs to be, this is how it needs to look, um, you can lose parts of yourself in there. And of course, when you break down into the acceptable corporate structure of of capitalism that's fine because the further away from from something the less of yourself is in there and the more aspects are there for the bottom line but as bob dylan once stated if you're going to be an outlaw you better be honest and that is the difference here is you 100 percent are yourself you only want the representation of you that goes through there and how you see things and that is why you're able to grow and be as organic as possible because it isn't manufactured. It's a real movement. So I just want to give you your flowers for that. And, and thank you for that. Cause nowadays it's so much easier to just be like, yo, I'm not going to learn how to sew. I'm going to have someone else handle this for me. Um, Oh, look, this thrift shop has whatever. Um, and that's just a better way to go about things. But here you are embracing that challenge and understanding that you still need to evolve. You know, as artists, we should always be pushing through evolution, whether it be starting out as an acoustic artist that uh, evolves into a big band or whether it be, you know, a vocalist that now has a whole bunch of different pedals around them and they're creating their own sounds just with their voice and delays or whether it's, a, um, you know, a poet who gets involved in music who then gets involved in the fashion aspect and creating these true images and these true um, parts that can touch everyone's soul. When you are a creative, you are creative from inception to, till the end. Um, and your journey is so super, super interesting because so many people kind of tap out. And instead of tapping out, you continue to push through. Why do you think that is? Well, one of the main things is that I learned that consistency makes all the difference. Mm -hmm. And on this journey of myself, uh, I put together a process like to really make a change or to do anything that you want in your life. You have to first make the decision that it's going to happen that I am doing this. And then after making that decision, you're able to commit to that decision. And then once you're able to commit to it, then you can be consistent with it. And then once you're consistent with it, you'll be able to start seeing, you know, the progress or the change or the win that you make. And so discovering that on my journey, I have to remember that when things get challenging and when things get difficult. But then I also learned that one of the reasons why I am as good as I am at whatever it is that I do is because I start everything in hard mode. I jump in deep in. That's how I learn the best. So I challenge myself to see like what I could bring out of myself. And that's really the fun part of seeing what I'm capable of, what I can learn, what I can do, and then what I can do with that. Um, so, so that's what it is. And then I remember my reason why. So aside from inspiring and empowering others, for myself, continuing to discover what happiness is for me and what fulfillment is. I've worked corporate. I've worked, I've probably, I sold everything but people. <laughs> I tried to climb the corporate ladder and all that, and I was miserable. And 
and just not happy, stressed out, probably even angry at times. Um, sitting in traffic for an hour and a half every morning and every night, like, I didn't want that life for myself and it didn't feel good. So just trying to figure out, you know, what does feel good for me and what can I give to the world? I've been thinking a lot about legacy, just a lot of things. Uh, just remembering what's important though. I think my version of happiness is being able to eat what I want, when I want, where I want. So nice. that's, that's the real reason why. So. That's prestige version two. <laughs> no, it, it's it's so amazing. Um, like as as you talk about this and and you know how organic everything was. You know as you're moving forward and growing. You know it's no longer just about meeting people on the street and talking about. Oh yes, I've made this. Um, have you made the jump into the vast, um, I'll say, abyss that is social media? Yes, yes and no. So mm -hmm. I have everything, but I don't necessarily have the mind to be consistent with that, with everything else that I'm, I got going on. So I'm trying to put more energy into that aspect of things, knowing that my business is very visual. Mm -hmm. I have all the content. I have photo shoots. I put up probably like a good four or five. Mm -hmm. Um, but what I'm doing now, though, is going to start hiring help to help with my operations, mm -hmm. mindful about my social media and such. Even if it's just five, ten hours to schedule posts or something like that, figuring out what that looks like. But putting some real focus into that and, and actually putting some dollars behind the marketing. Mm -hmm. Um I think that'll definitely take the next level for sure. No, it, it definitely will. It will take you on the next level here on WNHH 103.5 FM. Behind the brand, I am Easy Blues. Once again, Prestige is hanging out with Sasquatch. I believe they're on search for the Loch Ness Monster. But I am sitting here with T. Montgomery talking about the evolution of the artist and how to be a creative throughout your entire journey. We were just talking about social media. And what is incredible about the social media aspect of things is, uh, I, you know, I dabble. Um, and I've got... I'm also an idea guy. I'm constantly an idea guy. So I got a, I got a pitch for you. All right. It'd be great through TikTok, especially. But if you take someone, I don't know, maybe a bearded dude who usually just wears black, uh, you know, tattooed, kind of, I look away the way I look, I understand. Um, and you will then take that kind of similar to like queer eye um, and do a trans transformation. And we can do these things in. 15 to 30 second clips to even three minutes um, through the TikTok aspect. And you can watch that growth and you can actually watch the bond between, you know, the creator and we'll say the tapestry um, or the human. Um, that would be something that could help grow in that type of aspect. And, you know, I happen to dabble very well in social media. So we'll talk and um, I can probably help you in, in that type of avenue. And we'll, you know, we'll talk, we'll grow. Maybe we'll do like a collab type of thing and our numbers will increase. What do you think? I'm definitely open to that. I'm always around to build and to connect and collaborate on ideas and such. I'll definitely take some help from someone who knows different than me in those areas. Well, and, and, and what's also incredible is I'm starting to see now um, 
with live music, not a lot of people just go out to shows. They like to go out to events. So like uh, Elm Underground is able to talk with a couple of um, vendors and we'll have the vendors show up and you can have like a table for your fashion right there um, in a music uh, environment where people are there to already spend money. Um, Mo Pickles, who we've had on the show, has had his pickles sold at, at many of the Elm Underground shows. Um, and it's just a great type of environment but it's also another way to get outside into the community and to really help build and grow because you might meet a band there and be like, Hey, your stuff is a lot cooler than our stuff. Can we do some type of collab where you design, you know, a shirt for us? And this is another way to build and grow and again, do it organically because look, we can throw a million dollars behind some type of marketing. And, and although I do not respect Kid Rock as a human being, there's one statement that I will always respect for him. If it's good, you'll hear it. If it's marketed right, you'll buy it. But if it's real, you'll feel it. And the reason why you have so much success where you're where you're headed and as you're growing is because what you're doing is real, and people can feel that and they connect can connect to it. Um, and that is why, you know, you 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 are where you're at, and the sky is 100% the limit for you. Um, so again, giving you more flowers right now, and a high five. <laughs> Well, see. Well, now, what are the next evolutions? Because you are someone who is always going to grow. You know, are you going to now kind of release, say, internet commercials with your music behind it? So you're getting a double payout, or you know, thing, thing, things that could grow. I got you. See, see that we're building here now. The rest yeah. of this this interview is all about building. Well, let me tell you where I'm at and what I have going on. So exactly what's happening. So just as an overall creative and again, being on that personal journey, uh, I realized that I really started feeling like a jack of all trades. And so I felt like I needed to focus in on mastering on one thing, but actually try and put some energy on one thing and build a foundation in there and then put everything else I got going on on top of that. So with that, started building threads with the wearable art. And how I present is not a runway show. It's a it's an exhibition, like an art gallery. And so mm -hmm. instead, I did my first exhibition in the building here where my studio is at West River Arts. And it was two floors. So in a large studio downstairs, had one installation. Use the hallway area for a second one and a third big studio for the third one. I released collections. The overall collection or the exhibition is called Ethos Wearable Art Experience. And it's uh, an introspective view into or behind the ethics that drive our decision making, how we present ourselves through our character. And so, first collection is the heroes, the superhero inspired streetwear. There are real life heroes, villains, and anti-villains. And we all have those traits and characteristics, but it's the ones that we pick and choose out of that that create who we are and the life we live. So that's what that is about. Second one is called the jungle. The jungle is florals and animal prints. And that represents growing up in the, the urban jungle. I grew up here in New Haven and New Haven can be very beautiful. 
when you think of like the plant life and certain animals in the jungle and then you know growing up in an inner city can be very dangerous as well and there are real life predators and dangers so navigating through the urban jungle is really what the jungle is about and then the third one is clarity clarity is sort of futuristic has transparent material it's really flowy and breezy and clarity represents that state in our life where everything starts to make sense and becomes clear to us. So those are the three that I release. Uh, each song has, I mean, each collection has a song to serve as the soundtrack. So altogether, there are five collections. So there are two more that I'm going to release later in the year. And then there are five songs. Mm. And for the visuals, instead of like performance videos like rapping in the camera it's it's more cinematic so telling mm -hmm. visual story and all of the characters are wearing the clothing and then you'll be able to put the five together to watch it as a mini movie mm. that's the way i'm tying in the music and the visuals so at the exhibition i had i had a billboard truck outside playing the first video on repeat with the song. Mm -hmm. um, there was a part in the exhibition where I addressed everyone. So I told the story of what it is and then I performed. Mm -hmm. I had a chef who curated some food according to the themes of the collections. And then I also had a mixologist who curated drinks according to the collection. So the way that I exhibit and present is a, a really fully immersive, interactive mm -hmm. exhibition. So I say all that to say, to answer your question, as far as the direction that I'm going is building more onto that mm -hmm. story. So that's that on the art side, on the business side and scaling up, I'm moving past custom one of a kind pieces. Mm -hmm. So. Like this vest, for example, instead of just one of these, I'm starting with small batch limited collection. And I'm actually going to open up the first version of that next week. Mm. So I'm putting a, a catalog together. Right. Where it, it'll be customizable wearable art. Okay. Starting, there's going to be a hat. There's going to be a crew neck with the option of a detachable hoodie. Mm -hmm. Gonna be some pants, backpack, my adventure bag, and clutch bag. So five five or six items to start. Mm -hmm. um, and then people will be able to choose that style and then from an option of fabrics to accessorize with. So that's the direction that I'm going with that. So focusing in on what's available and making things more readily available at mm -hmm. all times, opposed to just one at a time. I'm building a team. So I'm contracting some master tailors to help me make this stuff. So I'm not doing it all myself. Mm -hmm. But one that's gonna ramp up the production and have more stuff available on hand. And also I can pull back from the actual physical work and get back to the art of it designing so that's that's where i'm going with it right now 
And, and and that is so super important. I think that's a, that's a part of the journey that really does get lost for for those entrepreneurs that that are out there. You want to be able to build up your dream so that you can then take a step back and then reinvest and continue to push out that dream. Because if you're still constantly going that that you know I'm doing everything. This is how it goes. This is how how controlled it is. You know, you don't build a team around you that you truly trust because you're trusting them with your art. You're trusting them with your name. You're trusting them with your brand. So you have to have that connection so that you're still putting out that product that was like when you were just doing the just you type of aspects. Um, but you need to build that. And it, it, relationships are so super important, whether it be the relationship between the designer and the consumer or, you know, the designer and the team that they build around them. What are some of the first things you look for when you are now at that point of building that team? I work heavily from relationships that I've built. I think that works the best, especially something that is so organic and needs to remain organic. I think some things just work. And so I think that that's the way to go. So definitely I work from the relationships that I've built. I like working with my friends. I like creating an ecosystem where, you know, we could turn money through each other's hands and opportunities. I believe in networking across. So all of that, but again, especially when it comes to creating is working based off of relationships and working with people who I think are amazing at what they do. Mm -hmm. I like working with people who actually do what, whatever it is, as opposed to someone who's trying it. I mean, I definitely, I'm not sure if I worded that how I want. So. I'm open to working with people who are trying and exploring, but for certain things. So if that's more like a coaching opportunity, that's something different than like a big business move we're doing. But, but yeah, I like working with people who actually do what they're, what we're doing and who are great at it. And I like giving people like whatever it is that we work on mm -hmm. is because I'm good with you just doing your thing with it. Right. And like and I can trust that you don't think that's that's how I like working with people. So these master tailors, for example, I managed a um a high end suit store. So I built a relationship with the tailor in there. And they they've been doing it longer than I've been alive. Right. Way better than me. So I like yeah, whatever it is. Um but yeah, those are just some of the things that I think about. Well, and, and and all of them are so super important because, again, these are people that are representing not just your brand, but you because you are living your brand. Um, that is one of the most important things I tell, you know, entrepreneurs out there, you know, find that thing that is just an extension of you and and live that type of aspect because then there is no, you know, there is no huge failure because I only look at failure as when you give up you throw it in there that you need to stumble. You need to make mistakes. You need to grow. And that's what I love about you. You're like, I play everything on the hard level. And for all those who are playing video games right now, like if you just got that, that legend of Zelda uh, for, for your, your switch, you know, you play that on the hard level, you, you're getting rocked. Like you're, 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 it's not fun, but when you accomplish it, 
when you beat that game. You walk around like that pigeon, man. You just you, you, Your chest is out. You're strutting around. You're having a good day because you know you did something. So when you can take that and apply that to life itself, because look, man, life loves to kick you likes to drop kick you, likes to spin you around. Um, anytime you really are focused on one type of avenue, it loves to give you that huge left turn at Albuquerque, um, and your life can just spin completely out of control. But when you aggressively get back out there and you just keep going, man, I, I used to tell my kids all the time, the reason why we wear shorts in the summer is because all those scrapes from the knees to the ankles is showing us there are trophies. It means we actually did something. You know, you actually went out there and you accomplished, whether it just be climbing up that slide for the first time. And I'm not talking about the stairs. I mean, the run up aspect of it, <laughs> but or it'd be, you know, swinging from the from the monkey bars or it'd be really taking, you know, your brand and evolving through several different art forms and being able to sit here and tie them all together. You know, what I really love about your story is it is this all-inclusive aspect of it. You know, the way you explain the visuals for the mini-movie is just as passionate as the way you explain the hat or the clutch. Um, and is just as passionate as the way you explain how each of the lines that you are, are putting out, and you have three out right now, two more are coming through, you know, have a song that it's that soundtrack. It's not the song that you think of. It is the soundtrack as per that is what is playing as you are creating. And it is a beautiful thing. Um, has it always been this for you? You know, because there's a lot of people who are, who are listening to us talking like this is way too deep for me right now. I'm on my lunch break. I just wanted a coffee and a sandwich, you know, but let's shake them out of their shell a little bit, you know, and be like, yeah, this is this is what life is, because I don't usually have these conversations with people. But myself, I wake up every day, I'm the same person I am throughout the entire existence and people can love me or hate me for it. Either way, I made you feel and that's okay. Um, but a lot of people don't quite get how I can live this persona. Um, how are you able to do that? I can say that regardless of what room someone knows me from, they know me to be myself. I like who I am and I like I like who I see myself as even better. Mm -hmm. I've always been introspective and I've always taken this journey seriously. Right. I guess whether I took my fun really seriously or whether I'm trying to get my life together taking it seriously. Either way, I've I've always tried to be present mm -hmm. and better really just making myself better i love to learn i love to challenge myself yeah i love to see what i can bring out of it what mm -hmm. um, told me growing up that i remember is the world is yours just take what you need and so i'm taking that literally and mm -hmm. taking what i need and seeing what i can get out of it and then another quote that I learned, I can't remember where from, but the journey is the destination. If mm. your perspective to that, to really being about the journey, mm -hmm. the journey is like, it makes wherever you get into, you know, mean so much more. 
Um, I've always been trying to live, you know, just be my favorite version of myself and figuring out what that is again and what fun is for me. And so, yeah, it is how I've always been and how I always will be. And I think even my son is like this now. A very deep thinker, thinks about his future, very creative thinker. He has questions, challenges things that doesn't make sense to him, and I love that about him. Um, but yeah, yeah. But, nah. That 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 is awesome, and, and it actually reminds me of that that movie that was based off the book that Will Smith was in, uh, The Pursuit of Happiness, where he actually talks about in the Declaration of Independence, we are promised the pursuit of happiness, not happiness itself, but the pursuit of it, and that is really where you can find that happiness is in those trials and in the way that that it grows and in which you can progress, and again. It doesn't mean every day you wake up and, you know, it's pancakes and chocolate syrup for breakfast. Sometimes you got to scrape. Sometimes, you know, you, you've got to have those instant mashed potatoes because that's all you've got to, to rock and roll. But if you can look at it from a creative point of view, you throw that in, you make it a crust for something and you throw that on a bread. So now you got like a tater tot, you know, you can continue to push and grow no matter what the obstacle is in front of you. And when you can attack it from that creative point of view, there is so much more we can do, grow and, and build with. And I think it is an absolute beautiful journey. And I love the fact that, you know, this is now something you've passed on to, to your child as well. Something that, that I do incredibly well. Like I remember, you know, my, my, my kids, when they first started growing up, they had that, you know, damn the man punk rock mentality. And I thought it was great until I realized I was the man they were damning and it wasn't so great. I realized I created my own monsters um, and they're mean sometimes and they hurt my feelings. I'm just saying, you know, they hurt my feelings just a little bit, but we, you know, we don't have any hurt feelings here on WNHH 103.5 FM. This is behind the brand. I am Easy Blues and again, Prestige. He's off trying to discover the Holy Grail. I believe he was getting the Ark of the Covenant. I hope his face does not melt off. But we are here today with uh, T. Montgomery talking about Threads by T and really the evolution of art and how you can truly be yourself when you are pushing those limits. And I am just, I'm a huge fan. I really want to know a million percent more about you. But as you do grow, will you also be incorporating your, your child in, in this? Have, have you already sat down and had like the father son so times, or is it just sitting in a room listening to music and expanding that type of avenue? So he's with me in everything that I do. Just trying to make him a well-rounded individual and give him all the experiences, but also put him on to the game. So that's just a regular life for him. Mm -hmm. uh, he does. He's not interested in sewing. Mm -hmm. Trying to get him to at least know anyway, because it's a great practical skill to have. Hardest, and you can go anywhere in the world and make money putting something together for people. Um, what we did talk about though is creating a line of like plushy characters. So that's something that we'll we'll have coming a little later down the line. But he's into the sciences. He wants to be a marine biologist. Mm. So I'm sending him to sailing camp this summer. Nice. And trying to 
get him at least trying the things that he's interested in, but also have him just trying everything, even the stuff he doesn't want to try. So, but yeah, I have him with me for everything, fasting, um, board meetings, really everything. That's so mm-hmm. you can get and understand it. Right. And help him figure out what he wants to do for himself. No, that that that's super important. That's something that I've I've done I've done with my, my kiddos uh, as much as possible. You know, I, I remember them going into school and be like, "Hey guys, hey guys, you don't be like, hey, it's Monday. Who else went to the recording studio with their father this weekend? We don't we don't live that normal life, kids. Like you don't you don't use that as a flex. You're in third grade. Like you wait. You use that when you're in high school. You don't use that in third grade. Keep that in, in the pocket. But you know to understand that. This is what life should be, is where it is this all immersive thing. People ask me all the time, you know, easy, how are you, you know, a, a performer? How do you split being a performer and a father? And I'm like, split, what are you talking about? I'm just myself and it's all inclusive. And if that means, you know, I might have to give up a show because it's at a bar and I don't have a sitter, I'm gonna give up that show, you know, because I don't want my kid in that bar. But if it's an all age venue, you know, where I know there's going to be no alcohol and it's a more controlled environment, then I'll bring them through. As they get older, you know, then things can start to be, but I wasn't bringing the kid, you know, I wasn't bringing the five-year-olds <laughs> to Stella Blues on, on a Friday night, you know what I mean? There's a certain, certain parts of reality they don't need to see just quite yet. Um, I even have a blow-up bed in the studio for him. Like, mm-hmm. for my... I forgot, I brought the PS5 in here for him to play. So he's mm. he's he's in it whether he wants to be or not. <laughs> and and that's that's something that, you know, as we continue to evolve as humans, as parents, you know, we learn how to make that that stuff happen, you know, where you can go, you know, the first time I went and I saw um, one of my youngest, you know, do a video for their their art program, you know, and saw their creation and saw their vision. Um, it completely took my breath away, you know, because this was them at their pinnacle. This was them at their at a creative point, and you know they were able to express themselves through art. Um, it's such a beautiful aspect. What advice do you have for some of those creatives that are parents? Like, how are you able to manage? I'll say, don't separate. Definitely involve them in one way or another. Um, or if not, just have at least just have them there with you while you're creating and mm-hmm. doing thing. Um, to have if you're a painter, have them passing you paint brushes or, or washing them for you or something. I'll have him cutting out fabric for me or you know, holding things for me while I'm cutting uh, and things like that. I say just just involve them and don't separate. Don't try to separate because this is the life we gave them. So um, just stay true and authentic. It does get like it, it's. I know you can understand this. It's like if you if you devote yourself more to the craft. Like you may see them less, which sucks, but mm-hmm. just make sure it's not for nothing. Right. You know, if, if we do need to be away from them for some time or 
have them in the studio with you late night when they have school in the morning or whatever. Just make sure it's not for nothing and that whatever it is, it's to further the mission or the goal or to position yourself better. Um, I know everything that I'm doing and trying to build is for him and so he can have a great life. Right. His children. So just keep the keep the children in mind first. Don't exclude them. And if anything, just try to involve them and what you have going on in any way possible. I think more important than anything is really them having that time and that presence. Mm -hmm. Like one day, it actually kind of hit me is he told me as I was leaving to go to a meeting, he was like, Dad, you're always leaving. Mm -hmm. Think about that. Like, wow. And so I had to start being more mindful of just being home, like just, mm -hmm. just there. I'll be home and he doesn't even come upstairs and check on me or anything. I'll just stay in his room. But mm -hmm. I think just, just that presence is really what's important. So just be present as best as possible. No, it, it's definite, and I, and I completely understand that that story. That there's been those times, you know, where I, I was I was on a good stretch and, and playing out as, as much as possible, you know. And you know, every night I would still be able to call and have that, you know, um, aspect. And then there was one weekend where I didn't have to do anything, and you know, I, I went in, you know, I'm like, okay, we're gonna say good night, and they're like, no, nah, I usually just call dad, and I was like, oh that became a norm. I need to, I need to reinvent this. I need to, I need to readjust because it's taking, you know, it was taking time from them. It was taking also time for me because I, you know, I noticed that my fuse got shorter because I also was not investing that time in love. You know, yes, I love doing my art. I, I'm forever myself when I am on stage, whether it be this stage, this platform here, or, you know, an actual stage itself. Um, this is where I am the most myself, but it still can get to that point where it does drag upon you. Um, and you need to recharge your battery. You need to be around, you know, actual love, love, like, look, man, I respect you. And, you know, I love you artist to artist, but this is a zoom type of love, you know, my, my little one's going to come through and, you know, have a bad day and put his head on my shoulder and we're just going to sit and watch something dumb for like 30 minutes, but it is the best 30 minutes of my life yep. because it's just that realist of real. And from there, I get to recharge my creativity. From there, my inspiration gets kicked into higher gear. From there, I know what I'm going to lose if I don't fight. Yep. And that is that is that is one of the purest things that that is out there. And then I I'm so mad that we just met because like we we could have been huge right now like mm, things um we're going to continue to talk we are going to continue to build but that's between me and you but to really get to help the audience really invest in who you are can you tell them a little bit about the next line or are we just holding everything hush hush like in the pocket hmm. <laughs> sorry i put you on the spot my bad actually i'm not sorry <laughs> it's not necessarily a secret Mm -hmm. So the next one is called The Lovers, and The Lovers dives into relationships, partnerships, collaborations, and how those add to who we are. Mm. 
we become and what we can do with that. So visually, the lovers would be matching and coordinating sets. Mm. Okay. So and then the final one is Ethos, which is the title. And that'll be a culmination of all of the collection together. Right. So that that that's incredible and i love that you have uh, you know that next line is the lovers because i've always stated you know the most deadly thing someone can catch and the thing that has really caused the most amount of deaths is catching feelings um because we you know um, it is just that type of aspect man like you know look the trojan wars all these different wars that have fought whether it be over love feelings or feelings of you know being superior or you know insufficient um that's really what 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 has fueled so much of the loss uh in this world um and that's what i love about trying to combat that with art because that is also showing a, a way of love um now in this lover's um line although there are going to be collections that is pieces together are there also going to be kind of contrasting pieces as well because i mean you have to have a little bit of that that fire and fury to have you know the perfect type of love you know you just want to kind of palm the blade you don't want to have it fully out when the engagement is happening or maybe that's just me that's actually valid a good thought i didn't necessarily think to cover the opposite side of that but it makes so much more sense i'm sorry <laughs> nope. nope i appreciate that because the same way that the heroes line covers the heroes and villains, the lovers can do the same thing mm -hmm. in a sense. So yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna see what that looks like playing off that opposite energy. There we go. Yeah. I like the thought of that actually. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I appreciate that you like that. I, again, this is just something that I do on a regular basis. Um, I just, I never somewhat shut up when these ideas come into the head. Um, and most of the time we'll have guests in here, like taking notes, they go back and re-listen. They're like, oh, this dude said this, this, and this, you know, I'll get, I'll get messages. Oh, you said this was going to work and it worked. And I was like, I don't even do that. I'm on autopilot, dude. I don't remember anything I say. I had to go back and listen to all this nonsense. <laughs> um, but really one should be going back and listening to this over and over again because you're really understanding the growth of a creative and how to live your art but also how to survive and how to finance your life through your art because again you understood as a musician you were putting money into it that wasn't that was not getting the return possible so you looked at it how do i now create the merch and you saw other people creating the merch and it was not a true representation of yourself so you began to learn how to sew about five years ago and now here you are threads by t and unfortunately the apollo curtain is they're, they're, they're pulling it trying to get that hook out here right now to kind of shut us down just a little bit i want to give these last two minutes 100 to you tell people how they can get in touch with you how they can find you how they can invest in you and how they can grow with you because this experience has been incredible for me i hope you've had a good time but the floor is yours sir definitely had a good time so you can find me threads by t he like the drink so threads by t everywhere threads by t.com on instagram on facebook on linkedin on tiktok very simple across all platforms You'll be able to contact me that way if you want to talk about some creative uh, custom pieces for you. Um, 
come to me to do my thing as opposed to saying, can you make this for me? That's not really what I do, but I love to collaborate with artists. One of the things that I do is have artists artwork printed on fabric and make things from that. Mm -hmm. So I have uh, some collections in the works with that coming out that I'm pretty excited about. So that's an opportunity working with artists and creatives, whether it's music, curating experiences. I have a lot of events that I curate that people can be a part of. Um, but yeah, that's how you reach me. Feel free to check me out, ask any questions. I'm just looking to build. Now, it, it has been an incredible uh, conversation. This is one that I am definitely going to go back and listen to over and over again because I, I literally I had a phenomenal time with you. Um, we are on WNHH, New Haven, 103.5 FM. This is Behind the Brand. I am Easy Blues. Prestige is hanging out with Sasquatch, trying to find the Loch Ness Monster. And I think then they're going to go back on the search for the Holy Grail, and we cannot wait to have him back on here so I can have these conversations and find out the why. But right now, I just want to thank, with my whole heart and my soul, T. Montgomery, Threads by T. Make sure you are keeping an eye out for those next evolutions. And for those listeners that are listening right now, it has been an honor and a privilege. Let's have fun. Let's get a little weird. Go into your weekend and live every second of it because you're not going to have another one. This next weekend is the only weekend that matters because you've got another one coming up after that. And that one's not as important as the one we're in right now. So thank you so much for being here. And thank you so much to WNHH, New Haven, 103.5 FM. We are behind the brand and it has been an honor and a privilege. And I believe this is when they roll the music. But I could be off just by a couple seconds. We might have to talk a couple more seconds. Uh, but I'm not. Well, uh, there it is. Pain in the